heard the call to build your small business? Make it happen with a .NET domain name, the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting. Visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice. Whether you're just getting started or looking to grow, that's keepdreamingup.net. You are Locked On Timberwolves, your daily podcast on the Minnesota Timberwolves, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another Locked On Wolves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Colt Molesky, and we are going to be talking a little game day against the Thunder. Thunder game tonight, they are going to be on the road in Oklahoma City, taking on Russell Westbrook, Paul George, uh, Carmelo Anthony, and all that is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Timberwolves will be looking at the Thunder. Both both of them actually have a one and one record, and the uh, Thunder took a an interesting loss to the Jazz after the Timberwolves beat the Jazz. We'll talk about all that, but first I want to get to some housekeeping business. Uh, I thought the podcast for the questions from you guys, from all you listeners, I thought that went pretty well. Got some questions in. I still have people shooting me questions I just wanted to make it a little more clear it was kind of a spur of the moment thing last week and for that I apologize but I wanted to make it a regular thing because I thought it was fun and I thought at least some some of the listeners enjoyed it I wanted to make it a regular thing every Friday I'm going to be answering questions so if you have any questions about the Timberwolves or the NBA any basketball related questions go ahead and shoot me your questions on Twitter my handle is at C Molesky. You can go and shoot me your questions all week and I'll try to get to all of them. Uh, I did have a question asked of me uh, over Saturday and so I wanted to get to it just because I know I posted that I was going to be answering questions late. But so you know for the coming weeks throughout the season, Friday will be the day that I answer questions, have podcasts answering questions. And so if you want to shoot me those throughout the week, I will definitely make sure that I get to those. Uh, the question had a lot to do with what I wanted to talk about today versus the Thunder, so I'm going to get right to it. Lex sent me a question. Thanks for the question, by the way. Uh, he was wondering about the bench, uh, especially Jamal Crawford, his clutch shooting in the fourth quarter. Uh, is that turning into the depth we need from the Timberwolves? And if so, will Thibs utilize them more? So first of all, uh, before I get to your questions, great question. Uh, and I do think the bench is going to play an important role, especially in this stretch. This week, they play the Thunder twice. Today, they play them on the road. Later in the week, they play them at home. Uh, and the bench will play an important role. But first, I wanted to get to how the Thunder looks. So the Thunder looked really good against their opening opponent, uh, namely the the New York Knicks. But first of all, I think maybe a lot of opponents are going to look good against the Knicks. Uh, time will tell how that team turns out. But they they looked really good because all of their studs played really well. All of their stars played really well. Carmelo Anthony had 22 points. George had 28. And George is actually, Paul George is leading that team in scoring with tw- averaging 25 points in the two games. Interesting little fact there. But George had 28. Westbrook had 21. Uh, the interesting thing I saw, first off, just watching this game, the amount of shots that George and Anthony took. Uh, George had 23 shots. He went 9 for 23. 6 for 13 from downtown. And Anthony had 20 shots. He went 8 for 23 for 10 from downtown. 
And they didn't really do too much. George had six rebounds. Uh, Anthony had one rebound, one assist. They didn't really do too much on the stat sheet other than score. Whereas Westbrook had a triple-double in the opener. He had 21 points, 16 assists, 10 rebounds. He was trying to get the ball around to people a lot. He only had 12 shots, uh, made seven of them. And he, he was trying to facilitate a lot. And it, it worked. It, it worked really well. They shot the ball fairly well. I, I think maybe you want George or Anthony to take a few less shots when one of them is feeling it. But they, they shot really well, and they were making the shots, and they had those guys really do well. Now the bench on the other side was not great at all. The highest score on the bench was Grant with five points. And the bench didn't need to step up, but I think that's a story that's going to be a storyline throughout the season. I think what you're going to see from the the Thunder is that they're going to mirror a lot the the situation with the Wizards. So right, we've talked about this last year. Tom, we talked. Everybody talked about this last year. Everybody talk, is talking about this over the summer and into this year already. The Wizards bench is almost non-existent. They have over. They have Porter. They have. Beal, they have Wall, but outside of those guys, there's not a ton of production from that team as far as scoring, as far as contributing, just to the overall effort to win games. There's not a ton of oomph behind those four guys, and I think you're going to see this throughout the course of the season play out from the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I think it was masked a little better because because Westbrook really took control games and went crazy. And now that he's got to be in that role where he can't just do the Terminator thing and just destroy teams in the fourth quarter and in the second half of games by taking over, but he's got to try and get other players involved and maybe they aren't as hot, maybe they they aren't just going balls to the walls, honestly, for our, throughout the entire second half. I think that's going to be a little bit of a, a storyline we see throughout the season is that this bench might kill this team because Westbrook is trying to facilitate the ball more and it's not one guy taking over and they're trying to figure out this this trio of talent. So in the in the midst of them trying to figure out how these three players, feeling out how these three players, these all-stars handle games, especially in crunch time, I think you're going to see the bench play a little bit of a role here in the first few months for the, the Thunder. And I think that was something that you saw in game two against Utah. Now against the... The Knicks, they won 105-84. They won easily. Against the the Jazz, they lost 96-87. Very low-scoring game, especially out of team a team like the Thunder with three big-name All-Stars in Anthony George and Westbrook. Now here you see some really bad shooting. Anthony had 26 points, but he took 26 shots, by far the most on that team, with only 12 going in, 12 finding the basket, the bottom of the basket. Uh, George had another solid night. He had 22, uh, sh- 22 points, five rebounds, shot 19 times, made eight of them. Westbrook was two for 11 with six points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. Westbrook cannot have six points. I don't care who else is on the roster. Westbrook cannot have six points, especially when Felton is scoring eight points off your bench to lead bench scores. The bench is not going to do enough to really come alongside the starters and secure a lead, hold a lead, uh, slow down the second unit of the other team, uh, unless maybe they're playing the Wizards. And the Utah Jazz have a actually a solid second unit. They have Johnson coming off the bench. Cephalosha is a, a good three-point shooter. Uh, 
They have Burks, who's had some solid games. I mean, they have guys on the bench who are going to do well. Johnson against the the Thunder had 12 points. And so when you have guys like Gobert have a double-double, he had 12 or 16 points, excuse me, 13 rebounds. And then they have a bench coming alongside and giving a little oomph to that starting five's effort. When the Thunder have no bench really to support them, you need your your studs to to take over a game. And right now it feels like Westbrook is really concerned with the narrative that he's going to take over the game and he's trying to facilitate more. And not only is he taking not a ton of shots, but when he's not shooting really efficiently, he's it's, it almost feels like he's going to try and facilitate more. And Anthony is going to want to take all the shots and George is going to do some defensive stuff. George is probably the, one of their best assets right now I mean Westbrook is trying to figure out how to play with these guys and Anthony just wants to shoot the ball clearly still but George is the guy who who knows what he's going to do he's going to take he's, he knows where he can take his shots he's really good in that in that 15 to 18 foot range I, I, he's not going to extend his range too much he didn't even tr- attempt a three-point or no, he attempted nine three-point shots made three of them he's he's not going to really stretch try and stretch the floor more than he's comfortable. He's not going to jack up a ton of three-point shots every game. And he's making shots. He's feeling it. And he's going to offer a lot on the defensive side. I really like Paul George just in any system because he's a really good two-way player, and I don't think he's going to hog the ball a ton. And he offers such a good defensive presence. So around George, these two other guys in Westbrook and Anthony kind of have to figure out how to play together, which is fine. You, you've you got to figure out how to gel as a team. There's going to be a lot of rosters who are trying to figure out how to play with one another with all the turnover that happened in last season's offseason. But at the same time, you don't have a bench to kind of come alongside that. So they need to have a, a faster learning curve. And this all leads into kind of my point about Lex's question. This is an opportunity for the th- for the Wolves. So this is a really tough team in the Thunder, right? You have the big names, but you don't have anybody backing up the big names. The, the Wolves, on the other hand, have looked really good off the bench. You've had uh, Tyus Jones has had some really good minutes. He hasn't really been scoring the ball, but he's been uh, a solid facilitator. Uh, Crawford looked fantastic against Utah, obviously, but he had a solid game against the Spurs. Uh, and you, ha- you saw him out there in crunch time making shots. He obviously had the, the three-point shot to seal the game for the Wolves. And then you have you have guys like Dang who are, who are coming off the bench playing some solid minutes. Uh, you have a really good bench, and I think it's turning into a bench that can really support the, the Timberwolves starting five when they need to take a break or when you're at, looking for some, some versatility. If There was a lot of lineups where you saw Wiggins, you saw Butler, you saw Crawford, you saw Towns all out on the floor together, and and with Teague out there on the floor as well. I like those. Uh, those are playing. Those are lineups that play a little bit faster and they stretch the floor a little more, especially the way Teague was shooting the ball against Utah. I don't. I don't think he he's going to look that good every night, but he's still going to help stretch the floor. And so when you have, and it's so important when you have a bench that's actually playing well, that's not just offering rest time for the starters, but you know that. You can plug in a Crawford, you can plug in a Tyus Jones with three or four of the starting five, and they're going to be able to play with them. They're not going to hold back that starting five unit, and that's going to offer your lineup versatility. So really important here. So a couple things I need to see from the Wolves right away against the Thunder in this game. First of all, they need to come out, and Towns and Gibson need to be guys who play really physical in the paint because Steven Adams is going to look to pound the paint and 
going to look to dominate right away around the around the rim against the Timberwolves. So you, they need to go out and establish themselves early in the game against Stephen Abs, and they need to play physical right out the gate because that's that's an area where you definitely don't want to give up. You saw Gobert had a really great night against the Thunder and kind of slow the pace down a little bit against the Thunder and dominate around the rim. That was a big advantage for Utah. And I think that's something that the Wolves need to look at and say, it worked okay, Towns, you just you just beat Gobert. It worked for them to really pound against against the rim, really play well against the glass. You need to go and do have that kind of game. You need to have another game. You just had you just had twenty points, ten rebounds. Go out there and do it again for us. We need you to do it again for us. And I think right out the gate, if you do that, then that's gonna automatically give you a leg up. The second thing is the bench needs to come alongside and play really well again. If they have some lineup versatility, if they have two or three lineups that they're going to throw at the Thunder, when the Thunder clearly only have that one speed of the the Westbrook, Anthony, George trio has to play really well. That's their speed right now. Right now, I, I don't know what the team is going to look like in a, in a few months. Maybe there's a couple bench guys that can step up. Uh, Roberson could look better. But right now, that's the... The look for them is those three guys have to play really well. So what you can do to combat a team with only one speed is throw a bunch of different lineups at them, try and take advantage of some things they're not good at, maybe play half court, and then when the Thunder sink into a half court offense, try and throw another lineup at them to th- do a little transition, transition offense, defense their way. You can throw a few looks at them to try and try and get them out of rhythm and because they only have that one speed it's going to be easier for the wolves to try and offset their rhythm with uh, a couple different lineups and more versatility another thing i want to see is i want to i love the butler wiggins combo they look really they look really in sync right now so i want to keep having butler and wiggins play off each other wiggins does a really good job of not only not only being in the space that Butler creates, but knowing exactly where Butler wants him to be. Uh, I think a really good, I, I'm going to point to again, a really good example was in San Antonio, Butler's driving to the rim. He looks like he might have a contested layup available to him. He might even have a chance to get fouled, but instead he dishes it over. Uh, Wiggins gets the easy the easy dunk. Against Utah, there was a couple times where Butler would drive into the paint and he would do at the he would do that move at the at the top of the key where he kind of did the back forth spin where it looked like he might try and pull the fadeaway shot then drove in and then Wiggins would move over to the top and Butler would sh- pop it back out to him and he would shoot the three it's just there's so many times where Wiggins and Butler are playing really well off each other and Wiggins is just looking for Butler to make space and Wiggins then falls into that space really nicely to take pretty easy shots and he's doing a great job making those shots but at the same time he's putting up points because Butler is giving him really nice looks and so while the while the team continues to build and grow in the chemistry aspect Wiggins and Butler already kind of look like they're maybe not there but they're already ahead of the rest of the team as far as how how their chemistry looks so I want to see them continue to play off each other and I want to see Wiggins have a really big night because he's playing off of Butler's rhythm and speed and he's really in sync with the with the leader on this team. So those are a couple of things I'm looking for in this game. I actually think that 
after the Utah game, I, I was looking at the box score. I watched uh, I watched the second half of that game. Gobert just ate up that team. But I, I, after watching that game and then going through the stats, pouring over the stats again, I, I think that the the Timberwolves have a really good shot of beating this team. I really like the matchups that the Timberwolves can throw at them. I really love the way Butler's playing defense, and Wiggins is offsetting some of his poor defensive play with a lot of points. And Towns, after looking like he got pushed around a little bit by LaMarcus Aldridge, looked really good against Utah. And again, that bench, Crawford, looks great. Uh, I want to see Tyus Jones maybe try and get a few more points, maybe try and shoot the ball and try try and drive in a little more too. I, I don't want to see him jack up six threes just in the name of shooting the ball. But I want to see him drive in because that's going to open up his, his playmaking for the other people around him, right? If he's driving in and putting the ball off the glass a couple times, teams are going to try and start beating him to the glass, and that's going to help pull the defense away from other guys, and then he can pop it out to people on the perimeter. So that's just going to make the the offense around him better as well as giving him some points and giving him some buckets to maybe grow in his confidence on the offensive side a little more. So it, I really do think with the bench combined with just some of the things that the offense is already starting to do and the, the line of versatility that they're not trapped in one style of play, the Timberwolves are not trapped in one set lineup that has to work for them to win the game because of all that they have a really good shot at winning and beating a a really good thunder team maybe they're not playing to their full potential right now but they are going to be a very good thunder team and they have a shot to go out and get a statement win on the road i think that's going to be important for this young team and i think it's going to be something that they a little notch in their belt that they can go back to and say look at this stuff that worked now that we gotta keep building on that we gotta keep growing from that but there's proof. There's proof that it's working and that the system and the coaching from Thibodeau is all paying off, and that's how it, that's how a young team buys into a system. So that game, again, is happening tonight. Uh, for all the coverage, uh, keep going to zonecoverage.com. Keep looking out for all the articles. I know I have an article, uh, the, another article about the top ten things in week two of the NBA season that I'm looking for and watching for. Go check that out. Check out – there's a ton of great writers – uh, writing up all kinds of articles for the Timberwolves portion of zone coverage and go ch- check all that out. There's going to be post-game stuff for tonight's game as well. Make sure you check that out at zone coverage. And thanks for joining me for a little this morning for a little uh, a little game day talk uh, revving up for the Thunder versus the Timberwolves. As always, I'm your host, Colt Molesky, and this has been another Locked On Wolves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Timberwolves, your daily Minnesota Timberwolves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast.